What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Logos Podcast. I'm Max. I'm Sam. I'm Joey. Today, we have an interesting topic for you all. Relevant. Uh, he's made quite the splash um, in the last few years, but we're going to discuss Chance the Rapper's new song called The Heart and the Tongue. Honestly, dude, this kind of has to be surprising for people listening to this. Like, why Chance? What, 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 was, the th- what was the thing behind it? You know, <laughs> My question, exactly. Yeah, yeah well, in, honestly, so I sent this video out to Sam and Joe, and I was like, look, guys, this guy, you know, a lot of people have their quarrels with rap, and I understand, but I think it's good to get some of these relevant artists and kind of see what they're saying, see what they're about, you know, see if they actually express any goodness, any truth, which is what this whole thing is about. And so they liked it. Yeah. yeah. Joey was amazed. Yeah, so I, I have not listened to rap for, for many years, although I used to. Um, and uh, Well, say- rappers, <laughs> fill us in. Yeah, dude. All right, I may have gone through an Eminem phase mm. at one point in my life back yeah. when I was... Palms are sweaty? You know, trying to find my way. Knees weak, arms are heavy? Eminem is a bit of an angry guy. I don't know if he you've is. ever listened aggressive. to his music. Mm-hmm. Very aggressive. But yeah. uh, So I, I kind of got off the, the whole rap train for a while. Uh, so when you sent me this video, video I, was, uh, I was skeptical. Did you course. listen to anybody else other than Eminem or... Yeah, like, I, you know, you listen I listen to most to, of the time. I listen to the, you know, the classic Kanye, so. Lil, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, but mostly when he was with Eminem. Oh, I didn't really yeah. like him oh, by himself true. that much. Mm. They featured together a they lot. They did. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Max sent me this video, uh, Chance the Rapper, who I had heard of. I knew he was a famous guy, but uh, I was skeptical. And I watched it, and I thought I was I was really surprised. The lyrics to this to this song, I was really struck by. Uh, it was not what I was expecting. So. Um, and it's clear, obviously, that he's made a big splash in the culture, like you yep. said, and uh, people are drawn and attracted to his music. And that wouldn't be the case unless there was something good, something true, something yeah. beautiful within what he's saying. So uh, I think it's worth taking a look at. Yeah. Uh, well, so I'm going to be honest. This was put in the little group chat and I listened to it and it's like captivating, I guess. But I was like, okay, who cares? Like, it's just like a song. Uh, so Classic Sam. Well, I didn't want to be the Debbie Downer. So I'm like, all right, fine. Let's do the episode, right? Oh, that's uh, but, the first I'm hearing of this. I thought you were excited. Well, I didn't want to hurt was, you guys' feelings. But the thing is, my feelings. no, but here's the thing, right? Max and I sat down to look at the lyrics, right? And then I started reading them and going over them. And we're kind of like kind of deconstructing what he's saying. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, this is kind of cool, right? Because it's like a it's like a hidden message almost, yeah. uh, and it really is a piece of art. Uh, yeah, I so, so I really appreciate it. I think so. Yeah. And the, the 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 more I've listened to Chance, I've actually began to appreciate him and his poetry. Not every song is is uh, per se appropriate. Okay, so and I was so, wondering about that. Right, so he's so, got some stuff that's probably like more. Right, so know. I would be cautious about what material you're listening to his of his. Um, but I would definitely put him on your radar in the, in, in respects to art and music um, because he is a popular voice, so he does speak for a lot of people. And as we've yeah. said on multiple occasions, ideas do have consequences. Right. And whether we like it or not, he is informing the common culture, and so they hold some of his views, um, good and bad. And so we figured, I figured it would be a good idea to uh, to talk about this new song, and uh, I'm glad these two guys agreed Agreed to join me on yeah, this. Yeah, can I make venture. a comment on what you just said real quick? Hit it. Okay, so just in terms of like you 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 recommended caution and like listening to some of yeah. Chance's stuff. And I just think that's really important because I think a lot of people today listen and like we're constantly taking in media, right? Yeah. Videos, music, all the all the time. And if we're not kind of like careful in discerning what we're taking in, 
mm-hmm. then it can have effects on us that we don't even know. So like if you're taking in a bunch of, like if you eat a bunch of unhealthy food mm. over time, even if you don't notice it immediately, right. like your body's going to get unhealthy. And other people right. notice it too. Right. But yeah. so, so like, I think it's just kind of like, especially in our culture today when we're bombarded with images and music and media, uh, an important skill to be able to kind of cultivate is this kind of discerning right. mind that says, right. this is good. And I, and I feel comfortable filling my mind with these thoughts and yeah. images and um, sharing that information and, and sharing it because right. because it's good and this over here i'm probably going to be better off not spending time listening to or watching um i think a lot of people could maybe benefit from yeah. um i know i've had to like try to learn how to be discerning about what media sure. i take in so that's but but no let's talk about chance because this is i think something worth listening to i do and also him being young as a you know, very relevant. Yeah, how old is he? He's 27, dude. That's young. pretty young. He came on the scene like in his early, early um, 20s, maybe even late teens, like 19, 18, 19. I feel scene. like being famous that young would be a curse. Tough, dude. You know, really and you tough. See, you, we've seen it with many times, right? Like, you know, Justin Bieber and, you know, big, like, big fans or big, uh, big artists like that. Yeah. Um, early on in their life, they have this, you know, 14, 15, 16, they're doing good, good, good. All of a right. sudden, they have this kind of crash because... Mm. And it's just because to some some extent it's it hinders their natural development. Yeah, you know, no, I can't suffering. Imagine. Yeah, of, living in the um, spotlight, right. trying to deal with that pressure, yeah. performing for people, having this image that yeah. I have to uphold. Yeah, so crazy. So, so what's the song called? The Let's song jump into is the called song now. "The Heart and the Tongue." Mm-hmm. So, um, the very first line, um, he kind of gives us the segue into what the rest of the motto or the rest of the theme in the song is. He says, "My heart and tongue are fighting." My mind is undecided, right? So there's, from the very get-go, there's this conflict between what he's trying to express in his heart and what he's actually saying. Right. And, well, and then I guess to go on further, right, it's not like Trump and Biden. It's more like something private. So uh, it sounds like he's has like this internal struggle, right, between his heart and his tongue. His heart wants to say something, but it's like, I don't want to come out and actually do this, right? right? It's almost like I'm having an internal battle within myself that I'm not really sure what to do with it. Yeah, given kind of like us a glimpse into his interior life, which is kind of like a, yeah. I guess that's what a lot of artists do, and that's why their stuff is relatable. But like that's that's it's a it's a cool way of expressing it. In is particularly this interior struggle to Trump and Biden, like they're yeah. public figures. Yeah. And he oh, that's a good say, point. Right. That's a good. It's point. more like something private. I mean, he says in the very line. So mm-hmm. yeah, to express that that um, that through those words really kind of shows this interior struggle that you that you that you'll see throughout the song right the next line goes like when your cousin's fighting one of them get excited you can't just jump the gun and pick a side and jump inside it you can't just jump to conclusions about what's going on interesting okay yeah i was confused about that line yeah. but uh that right. makes sense you can't just jump and, and make the conclusion this is what's going on right and so he's kind of drawing this out as he continues yeah he goes on to say, remember Pontius Pilate hung a God and justified it. Boom. Joey, I know that hit you, man. Boom. Come that on. did That did hit Come me. Come on, dude. Wait, um, it hit me too. Come on now. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Joey, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, well, obviously that's uh, you know, a reference to Christianity, Scripture, Jesus, the story of Jesus Christ. But um, it's kinda, it is striking to me how uh, he says, remember Pontius Pilate hung a God and justified it. Right. The truth is slow because someone's always in a rush to hide it. And so this this uh, this idea of the truth um, being uh, like us being so blind to the truth yep. uh, when it can, when it's presented to in front of us to the point where you know Jesus Christ the God Man is here um, literally love incarnate mm. and humanity was blind enough to the truth mm. 
to justify to themselves murdering this innocent man. Yeah, and like, you know, I, I was reflecting on um, the the passion event of when he, Jesus was before the Sanhedrin, before yeah. the high priest in the crowd. And like, they were yelling at him. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of noise, right? And so to your very point, like, we're they're trying to hide him him saying anything and him also them also reflecting on who he is as god as a god man yeah you know? yeah and, and and all this information them throwing out and all this violence towards god is kind of trying to hide this yeah it's kind of dynamic yeah right? and the truth being slow because someone's always in a rush to hide. like i just think of our culture today and like you know the kind of the media and you know just all these messages that are out there um and yeah. how how difficult it is really for for people to get to the truth of things because there's so much like crap out yeah. there. Yeah, that's um, a good point. You know, uh, so it, that that struck me, and Chance well, yeah. seems to be observing that. Well, yeah, and I think that segues pretty well into the next line, right? The lies is golden because the devil has got the Midas touch. I think this attempt to cover up the truth is kind of where the devil lies, right? I mean, he he wants yeah. to show us things that are kind of like a false, like because like you think of gold, right? Gold's like a good in the world, right? But it's, it's shiny, it's, it's attractive, like, right? Yeah, but. Um, the devil uses that kind of stuff to get us away from the truth. So it's yeah. kind of him luring away. We did talk a little bit about the touch of Midas. Does anybody have like any idea what Midas, like what is, who is this figure Midas? I don't know exactly who Midas is, but I do remember the commercial that said t- uh, <laughs> something with the Midas. Oh my gosh, how'd it go? Oh, I forget. All right, I'll come back to Gosh, me. your education is failed. Uh, trust the Midas touch. There That's it. it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's from he's from Greek mythology. I think he's yeah. a, he's a king from some Greek myth, and yeah. every I mean everything he touched turned to gold. Right, and I think like one of the big themes in in this character um, from my research is that he's like foolish and greedy. Like, yeah. So he's like this materialistic kind of person. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, and, and that's what, well, that's what the devil does, right? He, that's what he wants us yeah. to be. He wants us to be materialistic and not to look you know, past the material world into the transcendence. Yeah, absolutely. And so the next line he goes, the soul is brighter because the Holy Ghost is ultraviolet. So the the soul is brighter than the gold right. that the devil, you know, okay. you know, tries to attract mm. us with. And there's just like interesting dynamic in these three lines between like dark and light. Yeah. Right. They present like That's a Jesus, good point. Uh, or Pontius Pilate hung Jesus and justified it. They try to hide the truth. Then we got this kind of gold, this, you know, this greediness, this materialism. And then we got the Holy Spirit coming and illuminating. Right, yeah. So I think it's a good, This is, we should pause here a little bit with the, with the lyrics and kind of say, okay, what's Chance the Rapper saying here? It sounds like we got this internal struggle going on and it's between him and a different party, right? We don't, we don't really know who it is, but it's some type of public figure mm-hmm. and he doesn't know what to do with it. But basically he's saying that he is the good side, right? Obviously, yeah. I, I think it'd be weird if he didn't, but he's the good side and then the lies covered up are being you know told about him, right? I think that's yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and he's trying to he's trying to use this illumination he's had over the few years of the past few years in his in his career even right some yeah. of the last um, albums and EPs he's released have been um, more Christian based if you want to say yeah I mean this is explicitly Christian language yeah. and imagery which is striking to me um, yeah. someone in the mainstream kind of like rapping using these images. Uh, yeah. He he is Christian. Is that has that? Yeah, yeah. He he identifies as a Christian. He's pretty public about it. Okay. He's kind of had like a conversion type thing going right. on, right? So so like in the, in these lines, you really get that expression. Like he, like he's obviously using the Holy Spirit to, to say he is he sheds light on this, things. Yeah, and he's he's even though he might not be as shiny or as visible as the gold that the devil you know right. dangles in front of us, he's brighter. He's because right. he's the truth. And he continues. He goes, "The tongue is violent when the spirit starts to hunger striking." In this, in one of the last episodes, we talked about um, 
the, the episode on freedom particularly, we say that like the tongue is violent. Like oftentimes when we force freedom, quote unquote, on people, it becomes violent. You know, like you have to do this. Interesting. If you don't do this, you're not free. Right? But that's against the grain. That's against violent violence or that's against freedom itself. So it's like the tongue oftentimes makes violence um, on people. Well, and, okay. I don't want to say you're wrong, but I disagree. Uh, so the tongue, I think what he's saying is the tongue is violent. Like people are saying things about him mm. and they're untrue and that hurts, right? I think what we're- I think Sam's right. Yeah, well, what we say matters. Stupid. Joey. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Somebody Come back on, me up here. No, I, need, I, have a, no, I don't teammate? know. But I think Sam's makes sense. Um, Sam t- summarizes uh, this, uh, this line right here in one word. He says, I think he's just saying he's hangry. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> hangry. <laughs> You're like, somebody's hangry. Uh, yeah, so anyways, the next line goes, a thunder lightning makes the heart go under Munker's hiding. The lungs is silent when it hears the footsteps of the giant. Right? Interesting. Uh, see, uh, the ending sticks out to me there, the footsteps of the giants, right? So yeah. it's like the people he's going against, the people that he's kind of nervous about speaking out against, they're the ones that are going to kind of come down on him because they're powerful people. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's almost like chances like, hey, guys, like there's some things going on and I'm going to be coming out against these people and they're not small figures, you know? Yeah. And there's also like obviously a play on words here, um, right? To like he's he's trying to overcome, like Sam said, this fear of these 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 giant figures, right? Like he's trying to. Hey, look, these guys are here. Who do you think they are? Like the mainstream, like the culture, like the like the like the influential people in our culture who yeah. are you know trying to who who his message is kind so, of like contrary so, so to. This, so this song, right, is interesting in another perspective because he produced it himself, including the videography. Gotcha. It. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like he's he's trying to go outside of these uh these other like labels and and big name company see yeah, you know like uh yeah yeah good point and well and also it's it sounds like it might be whoever these giants are, are very close to him because mm. if you're if you're producing things by yourself it's got to be people that are close to you That's at some true. point right and yeah. also if they're footsteps that means he's looking at them mm. he's like there looking at the footsteps mm-hmm. right? the footsteps of the of the giants right so he continues he goes and then the fingertips they twist up like poseidon's trident Another Greek reference. Another Greek this reference. This dude is clearly yeah. signaling to us. He's got some form of classical education in his background. I respect that. Respect. Hey, I'm with that. Mad respect. respect. Poseidon, who is Poseidon, is a powerful figure. He is the god of the sea. Boom, right? From the yeah. Yeah, Greek Straight mythology. Water. That's right. From the water. You've seen Percy Jackson, lightning, uh, lightning well, and that's And that's, okay, so... Uh, this kind of just came to me. I, I've never actually said this out loud, but okay. So Poseidon, <laughs> Poseidon is the god of the sea. Well, back in like those ancient days, the sea was something that, that everybody feared, right? Because you can't control it at all. If you're out at sea uh, on a boat, it's and the like, unknown. Yeah, like you're just like completely at at the mercy of the sea, right? Yeah. So when we're talking about Poseidon's trident, it's twisted up. It's like again, like this powerful people, right? It's th- these are not small figures that he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So what does he, he continue saying? Remember safety if you're ever running from the tight end. Remember Mookie if they ever come to cut the hydrant. No idea what that means. Me keep neither. Going. We will keep. We will continue <laughs> going yeah, right well. by that. They cut the heart out with the tongue. They want it undivided. They better not start. You make a fuss. You end up uninvited. Ah, see, I, that's such Let's a good go. line, man. Okay, I was struck by they cut the heart out with the tongue. Uh. This another like. Again, he mentioned the tongue being violent earlier on, but just like the power of words, maybe, that he's talking about. Yeah. Correct me if I, this no, doesn't no, no, make you're right, you're right. But like, 
A lot of people say like, you know, sticks and stones can break your bones, but names can never, that's not true. Like words can hurt. And like, if you think of a, like a coach or like a mentor who Mm -hmm. said something to you when you were younger, that can change the course of your entire life. And that affects people. It affects people. It's powerful. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, why a podcast. Yeah. And people want to speak, speak their heart, right? That's like a little saying, speak their heart. So if you cut the tongue out, or if you cut their heart with the tongue, they're, they're silencing you. Like yeah. they want to silence what you're saying. They're saying, shut up and sit in the corner yeah. and don't go against the grain. Right. They and that's want, what he's yeah. going to do. And that's what he comes in the next line, right? You make a fuss and you end up uninvited, right? He, he's got to come out and say something. They're not going to like. Right. He's got to be the guy that yeah, whoever has they are. To, right, yeah. Whoever we don't know. They, this mysterious yeah. I feel bad for they. <laughs> I feel bad he's for coming. chance. He's coming. Right. But yeah, he doesn't like, he, like Sam said, when you stand up against this tide or whatever, um, you're rejected. You're uninvited, yeah. right? And people are scared to do that and because they're scared. They they want to be socially accepted. Yeah. Right. They want to be politically accepted. They want to be. They want to be. Yeah. Just accepted in general, which is a natural thing, right? Well, yeah. They want to be accepted. Right. And isn't this so applicable to our lives as Christians? So applicable. I was just, just about to say that. No. Oh, sorry, dude. No, go. No, I, go I don't want to take you your first. thunder. Go, go first. Go okay. First. Well, it just seems like you know Christians are the only group that are usually uninvited. The ones that they just want them to shut up and to just stop speaking about the yeah. cri- about Christ, about their faith. It, it just resonates with me a little bit. But yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I was just thinking to be a Christian today is de facto to be countercultural, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which brings with it challenges, which you know, which is what our Lord promised us. Like, <laughs> if the world hated me, they would hate you also, right? Like, yeah. um, and that eventually... And that, that eventually was um, how he reached his end, right? Like like he was rejected. Like that's kind of the pattern of Christianity. Um, so it's striking to me that uh, that Chance is in expressing these Christian themes is yeah. also expressing this feeling of having the, the dominant culture, whoever they are, yeah. kind of like Luring over against him. him. Yeah. yeah. It continues. He goes, my heart and mine are beefing. I call them rhyme and reason. They always go head to head. I'm trying to Siamese them. Mm, that's just, a great that's a great line that's cool it's a good line yeah man and I, but I think he's just saying the same thing yeah. kind of again that he his heart and mind are at odds right he goes my father got a special set of skills like Liam Neeson his dad must be really cool I'm not gonna lie if he's anything like like <laughs> Bro, Liam Neeson I'm sorry. yeah I'm I was sorry. gonna say man you sounded really bad, bad. Well, no no I think in the song he says Liam Neeson that's what I'm saying he Pink does say you. that I don't know why he says probably it. to make it rhyme to make it flow mm, yeah there you go. see I'm trying to make it flow too Sam, you don't Sam, know spit Sam fire. Sam nothing about spit art. Spit fire, dude. I wish I knew more about right. art. Gosh, man. Gosh, dude, this guy. He continues. He goes. He told me faith and squinted eyes can turn the blind Venetian. I, so, if I might say something, that is actually my favorite line. All right, tell me why, because I don't understand it. So he told me faith and squinted eyes can turn the blind Venetian. Right. So, like Venetian. Yeah, Venetian. Right? Yeah. So, like Venice. Venice, Italy. Italy. Someone from Venice. Someone from, yes. Venetian. Okay, but is he signifying something because like the Venetian or, the, or something cool is in Venice or because it rhymes with Neeson? Well, it could be that, but he's talking about this kind of hiding, right? This darkness and light kind of element. And what I was going to say is the blind Venetian, what is, Venice, Italy is beautiful. It's renowned for having cathedrals, great food, great social life, right? Gotcha. Great okay. culture, okay. right? Beauty surrounding all the areas of, of Venice. Um, and the, the, the line right before, or like the few words right before that, he says, he told me faith and squinted eyes can turn the blind Venetian. So if there is a person that's blind in Venice, Italy, he cannot experience the beauty surrounding him. 
Hmm. Right. He can't see. Uh, he can't see. Yeah. The, the beauty of nature, the beauty of man, the beauty of the cathedrals of the transcendent, you know, realities around him. Right. But it says um, faith and squinted eyes can fix that. Right. Faith and focus. Right. Faith and focus in um, into these realities can can uh, can can let them and allow them to see this beauty, which they um, innately seek. I think that seems reasonable. I don't think that's a bad interpretation. I don't know if it's true. I'd love to ask Chance sometime, yeah, but maybe. I think that seems that's uh, that's more than I could come up with from this. Yeah, that's, I don't know that, that when I read that line, that's kind of what came to what came to mind. And so, anyways, continue on. Yeah, he goes. I seen the sign. I'm in the den. I'm with the lion sleeping. Another scripture reference to Big Daniel. Scripture guy. Big know, scripture guy. I seen the wine. I seen the water turn to bright Tahitian. The heart is somewhere on Hawaiian beaches. He's at peace. It seems like that's what he's saying, right? That, well, first of all, he says, I'm going to jump back a little bit with the, with the, I seen the sign, I'm I'm in the den with the lion sleeping. That's obviously a reference to Daniel. I think Joey said that. And I'm going to butcher the names, but there's like, that's where like the guys, mm-hmm. the lions fell asleep when they threw them into the den, right? Mm-hmm. Meshad, Shadrach, and Abednego. Is that that's, it? That's it, man. You Something like it. that. Okay. So that's scripture. I love that. But, so basically what he's saying is like, you know, God's on his side, right? I mean, yep. God's with him. And then we jump down to that line we ended with, my heart is somewhere on Hawaiian beaches. He's I mean, chilling. Yeah, he's cool with, with where he's at. He knows he's on... Yeah, right. So he, <laughs> he knows he's on an island by himself and he's at peace with it and knows that the Lord's with him. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's striking, especially in the midst, we said, you know, Christians experiencing persecution and, and criticism. But when you're when you have a relationship with God whatever the exterior circumstances might be, you get this interior peace. Yeah. Right. Amen. Um, which, which he seems to be, yeah, he seems yeah. to be expressing that here. He continues on. He goes, tying pigeons to the giant peaches. I want to beat, to feel like die Jesus. I'm tired of politicians, politicians trying to sell us diet Jesus. Hmm. I mean, that's the same. I know you got some. Oh, I just, ma- yeah, up. dude, I just get so fired up because <laughs> politicians trying to sell us diet Jesus. Yeah, man. Well, that, it's so true. Again, I know we keep going back to the same themes, but this is why when we saw this song, we we're like, wow, like this really pops because, you know, it is. Or does it, does it slap? <laughs> All right, it slaps. Whatever. Yeah, one, boy, one of the, I guess, you. I guess, you know, uh, dealer's choice on that one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like that's the maybe i mean not strictly politicians just just the culture in general and the politicians i mean they tell us they want diet jesus they want us to like kind of have this like oh you know jesus is here but he's basically just like a gandhi figure that just like everybody gets along yeah exactly doesn't come along with. and the the next lines kind of illuminate this right he goes act like you was born yesterday and you're gonna die of fetus you're gonna die naively right right Mm -hmm. the mind the mind's philosophy is as old as thales of miletus Interesting. Thales of Miletus. We know about him from yes, our he studies is. here. I the yeah. first pre-Socratic philosopher. Boom. Joey, tell us about the pre-Socratics. Okay, so basically pre-Socratic before Socrates. So Socrates is like the father of like Western philosophy. He's yeah. the protagonist in most of Plato's works. Right? Right, right, right. So he never wrote anything himself, but Plato wrote most of his stuff about this figure Socrates who he apparently learned from. Yeah. But there's a bunch of guys kind of before him in the in the tradition of Greek philosophy. And the first that we have records of, I believe, yeah. is the Stales of Miletus. Yeah, he is. So he kind of 
he, he puts the trajectory in place for Western civilization. Yeah, it's like the first thought. record we have of people really thinking about reality and trying yeah. to figure it all out. So it's pretty cool. That he yeah, it him. definitely is. He goes, the mind is quite elitist. That's why they like choir preachers, choir preachers, right? So uh, he goes on to say, they buy our leaders easier than I can buy a feature. Mm. That's why the genius always end up on the tightest leashes. Mm, okay, all right. So they buy our leaders. So like the leaders, our politicians, the people who are... They're so corrupted mm-hmm. and they're easy they're easily influenced yeah. and easily kind of like manipulated mm-hmm. according to whatever the culture wants them to do. Whatever right. the whatever whatever the guy with the most money can yeah, you know want them right. to do right. because they want so much power. And because of that, he says geniuses, the guys who are speaking the truth, the guys who are kind of seeing through all this nonsense, they end up yeah. on the tightest leashes. And this is something I wanted to kind of talk about. This would be a good point. He if you notice in the actual music video of this song, he begins laying down. Yeah, he does. Right? He does. With, That's right. And, and mouthing the words. And then he goes on to sitting down. Right. And, and like first is like the ultraviolet light. That, that yeah. In the scene. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's a red light around him. He's he's laying down, sitting down. Now he's standing up mm-hmm. and saying these things. Right. And that's when he's kind of going on. Yeah. And he's like, and, and like, again, going back to what I said earlier, he's trying to do his own thing. Yeah. Right. So he's saying, I am the genius who's trying to break away from these, from these powers at play hmm. and do my own thing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I like that a lot, you know? And so the next line underlines that he says, that's how I wrote my whole entire thesis. Boom. From a very young age, this man's been doing something he's been told is not possible. An original. An original. Yeah. Completely original. And against the culture, yeah. against the grain. And that's so hard to do. That takes so much courage, man. Yeah, it does. I mean, it really does. Especially in the, like show business and like that in that kind of culture, I feel like. Mad respect for Chance in that. Yeah. Right? He ends up, uh, the last few lines, my heart and flesh are racing. That's why I get complacent. That's why y'all get impatient. Y'all don't get the invitation. I'm sitting courtside with the nurses during visitation, watching the vitals with some popcorn in anticipation. Totally, totally interesting there, right? I think he's just like, this is what's going on. You know, I'm putting these things into place and people have been acting like I'm complacent. Like I haven't been doing anything, but I've been really been working behind the scenes and now it's all about just watching what's going on. Exactly. He says, I'm sitting with popcorn in anticipation. He literally made a song to tell everybody that they're they're wrong about him and that he's things chilling. are gonna unfold and yeah. he's fine <laughs> he's talking to the nurses which means he knows what's going on yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously he's a, he's a, he's the direct he got the direct line yeah you know yeah he's, and he's he's expressing what he's what he's trying to say and obviously he's gonna win from his perspective so he feels comfortable he feels comfortable yeah he knows what he's, he's doing comfortable. you know so good for chance man yeah i'm glad y'all like the song man i'm glad y'all could it's good and like i said when i went through the lyrics and you kind of deconstruct it it's really kind of cool to listen to and it's it's so applicable to our lives as christians too yeah i like it's encouraging to me that there's you know people out there that you know are popular and that are kind of saying this type of stuff you know even if he's got other songs that are less edifying right um it's it's encouraging that someone in the mainstream is thinking this way so and as you said earlier had he not have anything good then people wouldn't be attracted to his music right so obviously he possesses some kind of something Mm -hmm. yeah guys so i hope you like this episode um, this episode was on Chance the Rapper and his new song, The Heart and the Tongue. And as always, God bless.